Cheeto Chibuye and Keegan Chanel on the mic. Dog Nation, welcome back to another episode of Dogs Off the Leash. Huge weekend in college football. Huge weekend. UJ over Auburn on the Plains. And Texas A&M takes down number one Alabama with a late field goal. Keegan, how did, how did you love – how much did you love this weekend in college football? Dude, there's so many good games, so many uh, big moments. And it's just why you love this sport, these, this classification in particular. Like a lot of people looking on the outside in from like other countries are like, why are you guys so hyped about college? Like – like we get NFL, we we know Peyton Manning, but like, why this college buzz? And it's because it's kind of a every man's game, and you know, there's more Cinderella stories, and the drama is thick because the talent disparity and the fan bases, and there's so much passion. So we got to see that on full display this last weekend, and it turned out in our favor because we saw a major upset. Me and my dad stayed up to watch it. I was telling him the whole game. I was like, dude, like. You know how Bama's about to do. Like, don't get your hopes up. Like, don't don't start cheering for them. Don't don't, yeah, don't get out, excited. <laughs> and then they and then they blocked the field. They blocked the field goal, and I was like, see, this is the start of what's about to happen. They're coming back, and then they did come back. They took the lead, and then Texas A and M marched it down the field. The rest is history. A field goal to win it. Time expiring. Nick Saban looked. Very sad. <laughs> and they rushed the field. It was beautiful. The The rest is history. And college football has been on fire. You know, those obviously our game and Texas A&M Bama directly impacts us. But Penn State and Iowa was a huge game as well. And then uh, Oklahoma and Texas in the Red River rivalry. That was actually really good. It got out of hand. And then Oklahoma made their way back with their freshman quarterback. So uh, a lot of college football. And like you said, just the, tradi- the tradition and the pageantry. You know, I mean, college football, these are the weekends that really make it, the chaos that ensues. And America and dog fans, you now have a new number one team sitting on top of the polls, and that is the University of Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, a lot of people have thought for a while that we look like the best team. Um, it would have been sweeter to beat Alabama for the number one spot, but hey, we're number one nonetheless, and uh, – you know, on to the next. It's it's a great feeling. It's been a long time since UJ has been the number one during the season, or uh, yeah, not preseason or or what have you. So it's a it's a big deal. It's a big deal for some people, and I completely understand that. Yeah, they say it's the first time we've ever been the unanimous number one. Mm-hmm. Now we've been number one in certain polls, like in the eighties, pretty often. But in this modern era of how they call what a unanimous number right, one is right so i guess there's so many different polls now this is the first time we've done that so 13 years since we've been number one period and that was in the mark rick era and it was a sweet time man i was so hyped we had uh aj green and uh, matt stafford and yeah, i want to say no sean oh, yeah. in there too definitely and, no sean uh, in just there a bunch of talent on defense good good time you know that was we first week and then they took number one away from us and then we ended up losing to Bama and I think we ended up losing another two games that season. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, it, I remember, it never really panned out for us. And I now remember that team because I remember uh, I can't remember yeah. which one was the officially the last NCAA. If you remember the uh, 
the the football game that they stopped making. Yeah. One of the UGA teams on there, I think it was that team was like super sick. So I played that game, you know, until until the wee hours in the morning all the time. Cause that was a dope team. So it, it's been it's been a hot minute, bro. But we we're back there now. And um for me, you know, we harp we harp this on this show all the time. As cool as the number one ranking is, our goals do not change. We got Kentucky and we got Florida. Arguably our two biggest games of the season, being that they're SEC East opponents. We're looking to get to Atlanta uh, and face whoever comes out of the West. Now, the biggest significance of us being number one and Alabama losing right now, which I will absolutely agree with. If we beat Alabama now, say in the SEC championship and um, say uh, Iowa stays undefeated, Cincinnati, whoever. If we beat Alabama in the SEC championship, we have the potential to knock them out of the playoffs altogether. So we will not have to see them again. And as a UJ fan, that has got to make you excited, if anything, to knock Alabama out of the, even the opportunity to repeat as champions. That's where this is huge. The number itself doesn't really matter, at least from my vantage point. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be number one. I think just it's good for the program. It's a good look. It's, it's a great look. Just yeah. to be number one and to rock that. It's good for marketing. It's like it helps on the recruiting trail. Huge. And Honestly, it just kind of embodies it embodies what we've been trying to be. And even if we're not the champion every every year, every day, whatever, like got to be a kind of team that's that can be ranked number one consistently. Like I know it's not it, ha- but it has more to do with like the talent of the team, the makeup of the team. It's just a number, but they give that number to <laughs> the Clemson's, the Alabama's. And oh, I stayed, don't see yeah. this as like a fluke. I don't. Yeah, I don't I don't see it as a fluke. And I, I feel like, you know, some fans look at it like, you know, are they're scared of the number one. They're like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, like it's a Man, bad they jinxed this. They got so much trauma. <laughs> they can't even like they. Yeah, they can't even. They're like, nah, bro. Like, dude, like, that, they, be, they make a championship. <laughs> like, it's like, bro, I want to be a champion. Like, we'd be the number two and the champion. Like, right. oh, dog, right. you got to be number one. Like, nah, I don't know. Like, maybe we should not even do the championship. Right. Dog. Well, you know how folks <laughs> in Georgia are. We so, so scared. So we so scared, crazy. bro. We so scared. Can't have nothing good because we so scared. And like, I get that too. But yeah, we 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 got trauma. We got, yeah, we, we got all trauma, bro. <laughs> they say thirty percent. They say thirty percent of therapists in uh, Georgia are actually on call because of sports alone. You know, I'm telling you, like, it takes up thirty percent of the market. Come <laughs> so, playoff time, come playoff time. The, but, uh, I mean, but back. what I, what I, yeah. <laughs> well, what I feel like, man, is we're. Who knows? Like, it would be kind of funny if we lost to Kentucky like I'm like I definitely obviously don't want that but it would funny. be funny and typical of Georgia <laughs> please don't please don't bro please don't say that that number it also be fun hold up hold up but I'm I'm saying worst case scenario I'm just spelling it like the worst case that happens like I honestly in my heart of hearts see us being number one for like, a, it's not going to be another 13 years. Let me just put it that way. It's going to be like every year, at least a little bit. Like we're going to be playing King of the Hill for the next foreseeable future. And like, we might fall off a little bit like teams do, but I see us at least being in number one and in such a, a special thing. Like I'm glad of it. I'm grateful for it. We should never like not appreciate being number one and what it 
what it actually means. Overall, I feel like it's going to happen a lot more for one championship that year. So a lot of people, it's looking, uh, it's looking like 1980. <laughs> and I mean, I, I think dog fans will so, love yeah. a repeat of that year, like no doubt. But, um, you know, before we, before we kind of keep hopping on number one, uh, you know, we did, we did play Auburn, Auburn. We're turning Auburn into a bit of a, a Georgia tech scenario. We have owned them the past few years. Um, I think it's last five out of six and pretty steadily, yeah. I think in the past 15 or so meetings, um, now I kind of agree with what Kirby said during his presser to start this week and ready for Kentucky, the score really didn't, didn't really indicate how, um, how close this game was up front. Uh, if you remember Auburn really had their rhythm going early, they ended up getting a field goal, field goal on us early. Um, they were running the ball, they were throwing the ball, Bonix was doing Bonix things, but they dude, they, they trashed their own momentum. They had drop passes, uh, penalties. Uh, I mean, one one pass went right through the running back's hand, and uh, Nakobe Dean had his first interception. And then, really, where I think the momentum changed for the game after, besides that interception, is when Smoke Monday got ejected for that targeting hit. And as much as I as much as I understand the rule, I do mm-hmm. hate that we're ejecting players for that because it's it's a huge momentum change. You lose a starter on the back end, a safety or corner, whatever it is, and guess what? We're going to start doing. We're going to start attacking. And all that did was open the door for a one mm-hmm. lad McConkey to go absolutely crazy and end up being named uh, SEC Freshman of the Week. Five receptions, 135 yards, and a touchdown. Chatsworth, aka Murray County, stand up. And now it's not a lot of times that you get to mention Murray County and Chatsworth without also mention. Uh, we're not talking about methamphetamines. We're not talking about Jerry Springer. We're talking about a white boy running loose in Auburn secondary and lighting up the scoreboard. This kid played amazing. And I'm already starting to see like memes and stuff like uh, of Brock Bowers and Lad McConkey being like uh, a modern day Wes Welker and uh, Gronkowski. And I think that's still super accurate. I mean, these, these, dude, we're beating teams right now with backups and sophomores, redshirt sophomores and freshmen. And we're number, we're the number one team in the country right now. <laughs> yeah <laughs> with backups sophomores and freshmen i mean if that doesn't tell you all that you need to know mm-hmm. ended up 34 34 to 10 defense was amazing auburn did shoot themselves in the foot but listen you play a number one or a top ranked team at home number two whatever you got it you can't make mistakes you got to come ready to play what were your impressions of yeah. uh, how the auburn game ultimately turned out okay some players hadn't played in front of fans ever. They said 50% oh, okay, 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 players yeah. hadn't played in front yeah, of fans. Yeah, the, the That's crowd, what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, I started yeah. saying what I was going to say, and I was like, this doesn't make any sense. I was like, that's not right, because they played away. Yeah, I was like, what was the fuck? Like, I knew it was this whole thing. Like, it was a magic no. moment for a lot of them. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, the fuck? I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, so had it been since <laughs> I I mean I was trying to figure how can I help? How can I help here? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> well, I think we played home away games last year or the away team came to our home. <laughs> I'm not really sure <laughs> yeah. how I can help here. 
<laughs> oh yeah, uh, COVID. COVID was a weird. Year. I was, like, I was like, I know about something. <laughs> yeah, but... I was like, <laughs> okay. So COVID was a weird. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to laugh. I was like, man, I'm such a weird year. But for <laughs> okay, okay, I got one. Wind it back. Wind it back. But now, so yeah, a lot of the players had never really played in a hostile environment. This was COVID year last year. You know, a lot of these guys, they say about half team, you got your freshman from this season and That's then true. the That's freshman true. from last season had never even played in in front of a – that was what I was trying to say. Yeah, just, and Auburn's not an easy place anyway, to play. Anyway, so that, you know, not not at all. So that kind of got flown under the radar, I felt, for me. Also, we didn't have Jordan Davis. I had, I guess he's got like a minor injury, and we dominated on defense. We got ended up with four sacks. Bo Nix got absolutely demolished a few times, and he played well in a lot of instances. He did. And we saw how he kind of Johnny Manziel was able to open things up. Yeah, and like you were saying, you know, a lot closer on the front end of things, but it's just like we just kept pounding and kept on winning out yeah. and yeah. having big plays, and they got in their own way. But, I mean, you know, all in all, I felt like it was a pretty physical game. We took some on the chin. We were playing on the road. We – you know, um, Jamari Sawyer got hurt pretty early on there. So yeah, we did Smith take our too. lumps. They did really test us. But yeah. at the end of the day, we it was a hard test, but we got a, a we got like an A on it. That's all Big I time. about it. Big time. So, Auburn came in uh, averaging yeah. on the run game 238 yards. And mind you, we lost Jordan Davis for a little bit, lost uh, Jamari, lost Christopher Smith at safety. Dan Jackson came in, led the team in tackles. Auburn rushed for 46 yards on the day. I mean, dude, I'm really running yeah, out of – there's really not enough superlatives, not enough adjectives to, to describe this defense, the the depth being the main thing this weekend. So, I mean, it's it's bonkers. It's nuts. It's crazy. It's crazy. Well, I was writing down things that, that were impressive about the team, and then I just realized – I just wrote down everything. I was like, yeah. well, receivers really played well, and the blocking was good. Yeah. And then I was like, and the coaches did well. I mean, mm -hmm. every everything right now is clicking on full cylinders – and I think it's because we've, you know, we've had a high standard of excellence coming into the season. We got a lot of great players, a lot of good team camaraderie, the leadership, everything's clicking for us. I mean, I don't want to jinx this, knock on wood, but this is the kind of season that people will be talking about. But yeah, the SEC East will come to a conclusion here uh, sooner than later. Um, again, being number one is great. Uh, but real quick, shout out to Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett almost he he had he had plenty of opportunities to transfer away, you know, to a smaller school, maybe even to uh, you know a similar school who maybe didn't have a, a starter set. He could do this at a, at a lot of universities, but he wanted to stay at UGA because it meant this and that to him. Um, with five star quarterbacks, four star quarterbacks behind him, and a five star in front of him, he has kept us afloat. When this JT Daniels injury could have been what sank our season, like so many things sink has sunk in Georgia's season in the past and Georgia sports as a whole. These are the little things that have really cost us. And um, I, I think he's been the difference. He, he, he knows the offense. He's cool under pressure. He provides a running element with the RPO option. Um, and really has opened up in a different way than JT, our offense. So uh, shout out to the postman, Mr. Postman. Y'all calling the mailman. I'm going old school easy on him. Uh, Mr. Postman. Hey, it's just a card or just a letter. 
Saying you'll be coming home to me, Mr. Pope man. Pope, 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 Pope man. So he's going ham. Um, but as far as the number one ranking, listen, you guys enjoy it. We 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 deserve it. We've been the best team in the country so far, in my opinion. Uh, but in the words of uh the late great Black Mamba, um people ask me, you know, why why are you not excited more excited that you're number one? What's there to be excited about? What you mean? This is week six. Job's not finished. We ain't won the East. We ain't won the SEC. We're not in the playoffs yet. We ain't won nothing. It's cute. We're number one. Job's not finished. Y'all don't forget that. Why you celebrating? Why you hoop the all, all this stuff? If Alabama can lose, we can lose. We got to bring our A game every week. Kentucky, Florida, Georgia Tech's going to try to come get some. Missouri, Tennessee, chill. Long way to go. We've earned it so far. We're going to have to keep earning it because nothing we've done up to this point now is going to matter next week. So just remember that, Dog Nation. <laughs> Sorry for the technical difficulties. We'll get this hashed out in the edit. Keegan, my guy, I appreciate you as always. UGA, you're number one, and you know what it is. Off the leash. I do it for the dogs. <laughs>